Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov. Today, we, we're sitting down with a woman who I just think is a rock star when it comes to running her online business, not just because she's really great at what she does, but also just because she gets that there has to be a form and a style and a, and a way that you make people feel the second that they start doing business with you. And I just love her. So we're talking to Val Geisler today. She is best known for her work over on aspireandgrow.com. She's recently launched the Systems Finishing School, and I know what you might be thinking. Maybe systems aren't that pretty, aren't that glamorous, aren't that rock star, but believe you me, she's got some great ways to look at systems. She's really helped me break through that barrier, and now I'm on to like my, uh, my next system, which is working out how to use my planners and keeping my visual senses engaged, my visual sense, my my sight <laughs> engaged. So sit back and relax and listen to, to our interview, our conversation, our public catch up. Um, we had a lot of fun. And before we do that, though, I want to introduce you to my very first podcast sponsor. Now, this is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time on the show, but you know, you got to wait until you grow to a certain amount of downloads and all this kind of stuff. But Elsie Escobar of ShePodcast.com, Jessica Kupferman, she's also the co-host, co-founder of that podcast. They have both really encouraged me, whether they know it or not, to make my own way of getting sponsors. And this this week and this month marks the first sponsor of the podcast. So, Keep listening and you'll find out who it is. Today's episode is brought to you by my very first sponsor, Catherine Just from CatherineJust.com. Catherine is holding a live event soon and she knew that some of the fearless launchers listening would be perfect for this workshop. So definitely check out katherinejust.com forward slash deepening LA for all those details. The event is coming up in February and there's another one in March as well. Catherine has done this now a few different times. She holds them in her home in Santa Monica, California. She is so generous and so, so amazing. I can't say enough about her. I don't want to, I don't want to speak any more for her work, but you know, if you've been on the interwebs at all, then you've seen her work, uh, shooting Danielle Laporte and Kate Northrup and many, many others who just rave about the, the treatment that they get working with Catherine in her shoots. And I just see pure joy when I see her photographs. So this Deepening LA workshop is, it really takes you on that journey yourself so you can create those experiences. And whether you're a an expert photographer or a newbie just starting out, you can get so much. You can learn so much uh, about yourself through photography with Catherine Jess. So I highly recommend checking her out. All of her links are below. She's going to be our sponsor all month long on the podcast. I'm so excited to welcome her in. You'll be happy to hear what I have. I love that we're going to have like a public recorded update call. Like <laughs> we're catching up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is a for real business update. Um, I love it. So, um, 
So thanks, Val, for taking time today. I know this is a, a busy time of year, and I really appreciate you sitting down with me for for a little bit. Yeah, thanks for chatting with me. I've been wanting to catch up with you for a while now. So yeah, I have too. I have too, and um, mostly because and okay. So before I before I start grilling you, I just have to share with you that um, share with you and everyone else. Val and I spoke. I think back in I want to say August, maybe maybe it was September. Um, yeah, it was just before I was about to launch. So I'm feeling that maybe it was end of August ish. Yeah, because it was like right when I first came back to work. I've having the baby. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I knew that my business needed some organization systems, or at least really what I needed was a wiki, like a one place where all my processes, everything that we did was documented. And, um, and it was, it was because I didn't really feel like, um, there was just so much that I was teaching Christina every single day, the woman that was working with me. And, um, so I just gave it away. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. You're like, was, um, no. So I was just like doing, she started just keeping the jings that I was giving her and she was keeping them in specific places. She had already started making Asana templates for different project types that we would do for everything from webinars to launches and uh, whatever else, you know, what even down to how each week would run in the program and in, in fearless launching and how she would send out um, notifications to people about the virtual office hours. Like even that she had like a process that she, she recorded. So we were really good at that. And as soon as you kind of got us going on, you know, well, show me what you got. We realized we didn't even have that. We didn't have like a place to put all that. Yeah. You know? So anyways, long story short, like that happened, but two weeks ago, Christina gave me her notice and I was very happy when we only had to fill in a few blanks in that list that we put together. Now it isn't perfect and it certainly might need more love. Um, but, but at least I didn't feel like I didn't feel worried that if I needed to bring someone in for an interim type of position that they would be like, what do I do? Yeah, everything was huge. You know, everything was there, and it wasn't. It's still not beautiful. It's still that Google spreadsheet with. I mean, you know, doesn't have to be beautiful. Like people (laughs) spend a lot of time making processes beautiful, and if that works for you, super, do it. If it makes you excited to look at your processes, make it beautiful. It doesn't have to be to make it functional. Val, you are awesome to say that because I, whenever I see your site, I'm like, how is she doing this with her brand? She's making this very, um, kind of not boring, but very linear, like very... You can use the word boring. It's, it's okay. kind of, no, it's not, it's not boring, but it's very, it's almost like making a technical... Uh, manual look beautiful with specifications and all that. It, I, I'm always stunned. I'm like, oh my God. So she's found the way to make, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm feeling the white space. I see the images that you choose. And I am, I'm always like, oh yeah, that, that. And that's actually what I, what I like is making things beautiful. That's why I worry about what planner I'm going to use because that experience matters to me. That's like 
probably 85% of my decision making in anything that I choose to use in my business, whether it's like my planner or a tool or system that I use. It's mostly <laughs> what does it look like? Is it is it fun? Is it easy to use? Is it clean? You know, yeah. so yeah. I and I know because I know that that exists, it can exist all over the place. So yeah. it's just about taking the time to make it that way. Yes, yes. But anyway, so I love that. I love that you've been able to make the the system because I feel like yeah, I feel like planning that world, well, which isn't totally outside of systems, but I feel like the planning world has has been successful making planning pretty mm-hmm. and fun and and like fit your style. So I feel like you've succeeded with this with the whole systems world in making that because I know some people who do their system teach systems and they're not you don't have that that same what am I looking at L magazine here? Like that's what I'm not exactly but like I I just feel that same crisp easy Thing. Oh, cool. My work here is done. I'm closing <laughs> my laptop and going home. You can now go off and have a lovely holiday weekend yes. and know that you are done. Check that off. <laughs> Love it. Oh, I'm so glad that you feel that way because, you know, it's definitely like I was just talking to my friend Shanae this morning about how what I Shanae Howard. Like, yeah, Shanae Howard. She's amazing. <laughs> I love her. And, you know, she talks about like turning you what you do into something fun because at the end of the day like this the stuff that a lot of us do unless even sometimes when you're doing like fun design stuff it can be technical and really you know um, monotonous and it has to be there has to be a fun element and an ease element in it and so I love figuring out that puzzle for people and finding the fun and the simplicity and the ease in running your business. Yeah. And then also I was, I, I will admit that just before we get on the phone, I was just like, you know, I want to read her about page mm-hmm. and two things. Well, first there was like one line where you linked to like various things that, you know, obviously like tests that you've taken to evaluate, oh. like, you know, maximizer, all that stuff. Obsessed with personality tests. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Okay, side note, I've been reading the five love languages and I and I've been thinking about that a lot, thinking, oh my gosh, you know, this is really great. Me and my husband will probably benefit from this knowledge. But then I started thinking about the people that we serve in our yeah. business and our relationships. This is I'm like, this goes way beyond our my my marriage. <laughs> this is like this is right. like interpersonal communications one oh one. Right. Relationships are relationships, whether you're married to the person or you work with them for a month, you know, it's like, and, and it, it also goes into like the way you build your systems, Mm -hmm. how you communicate and how you like to be communicated with. And yeah, huge. I love that. So I was like, Oh, acts of service. I know exactly what that means. (laughs) By the way, it really was useful. This is me filling your love tank, by the way. I love it. You're using the verbiage. You know, I mean, if you know that, then you read the book. So yeah. um, I'm feeling your love tank because just just creating that one document was such an important first step for us and for me to get that there. And now I don't, I'm not worried about, I haven't been this stress-free since before I hired someone. So I don't, I'm not working with anybody right now. So you went from being stressed out with someone mm-hmm. to not no stress or None. low low stress. Low stress, more product, productivity, happier. 
Nice. <laughs> Don't ask me what happened there. But anyway, so so this whole the acts of service and the talent, that is why you this is exactly what your site shows. Oh yeah. Right? Thank you. Yes. Right? I mean I'm like, hello? <laughs> well, and it's just like uh, look, I'm goofy and fun, and I also really like things clean and organized, and piles of stuff around my house make me bananas. And so, you know, all of that of who I am is in my site, it's in my work. It's, you, you know, you, you work with a person at the end of the day. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I want people to know who I am. And so my about page tells you all my personalities. Yeah. <laughs> results. I love that. Um, and all about, like, where I've come from and what I've done. Because it's amazing the people who I talk to who are like, you live in Ohio? I went to college in Ohio. Oh, my God. You know, where in Ohio do you live? Columbus. Okay. So I, I think Arkansas. I only know someone in Akron. Oh, yeah. That's like two-ish hours for me, depending on how fast you drive. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, anyway, so I I just wanted to like, you know, show some, show some love and like on, on that whole, the whole visual, visual piece. So you now have systems finishing school and I think Mm -hmm. you just, did you just launch? Are you launching again? I see like on the the interest page that you're, you're doing it again in January. Yeah, so we um, we did a beta, and the beta is actually wrapping up. Next week is our final week. Um, so tested out everything, had a great little group, and um, fully launching with um, with even options on levels, the way that you can participate. Um, we I saw that. that. I thought that was a very creative visual thing you put there. Well, it's <laughs> finishing school, so we went over the chalkboard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we decided through the beta that you got to have options of the way that you can join finishing school because it works differently for everyone. Um, so um, that launches January and it's it's going to be a ton of fun. We're having a, a like, I mean, it sounds silly to say systems are going to be a lot of fun, but they are and um, they are when you have support around them. So um, they're overwhelming and can be scary when you don't know what to start with and how to structure it. Yeah. But um, the intention of Systems Finishing School is to provide some structure. It's basically taking what I've done for other businesses for the past two years and codifying it and putting it into, um, you know, into lessons that you can put into place in your own business. That's so, awesome. I mean, we start January 5th because... You know, the the new year is around the corner and we got to get things up and moving if you want to move forward in your business in 2015. That's awesome. Um, so I know that, you know, I've actually talked a lot about launch systems that need to be in place, but I'm always really trying to get people to focus on their systems before they even think about launch. Yeah. You know, because yeah. Um, I, I'm just curious, what, what do you think about that? I mean, as far as... Yeah. Getting, getting that set up first. Um, yeah. So I was just uh, talking about this yesterday that 
even as like new business owners, so even if you don't, you maybe you still have what you'd call like a hobby business or it's a part-time while you have your full-time J-O-B and, or you've just started your business and you're thinking about launching a program maybe over the summer, getting some of the back-end systems in your business in place now saves so much time and energy because, you know, you're not then doing what you had to do, unfortunately, of like go back and, you know, lay everything out and put it all into one place. And once you have all these things happening in your business to then collect them and and decide what you're going to do with them is a bigger challenge than giving it a place to begin with. Yes. Yeah. I would have to say that that is true. And yeah, just even if it's, I, I feel like even if it's just a Google Doc with links yeah. to stuff yeah. in it. Yeah. I mean, know? I think the most useful systems are sometimes the most basic that we don't even really like think about as a system. Having a Google Doc um, or, you know, a bunch of Google folders that you mm-hmm. share with your team or share with th- thinking ahead to, okay, I'm going to have a team and I'm going to need a way to share this, so I better do it in Google Docs. Um, I think some kind of project management system, whether you're using Google Docs and Evernote or you're using something like Asana or Basecamp or something, you know, more robust, having a project management system, having your email managed so that it works for you so you're not stuck in your inbox all day, and having a scheduling tool. Those are like the top three that every business needs to have before you even think about launching. What's your, what's your setup? Um, so I do Asana for, uh, well, I use a mixture of Evernote, Google Docs, and Asana. <laughs> um, I do Asana to communicate with my team, and we also use Google Docs um, because you can link Google mm-hmm. Docs into Asana. Yeah. And then I use Evernote. It's like my, um, I call it my digital filing system. So anything that would be like a paper file or a note on a notepad goes into my Evernote. Um, and, and then I use Gmail for my email inbox and, um, I'm a huge fan of filtering and I, um, I just can't say enough about filtering and using folders. Uh, How do you use, can I ask you, like, what do you, what do you do with, cause I find that I filter stuff and then I don't check it. Yeah. <laughs> you, have, you just have to check it. You have to have a system for that and you have to have a reminder yeah, set up, check these folders, dude. <laughs> yeah, basically. I really like, um, there's a setting in the back end on your labels tab in the settings where you can have it only show if unread. So you, so it, the folder completely goes away unless it has an unread email in it. And then it pops Ooh. up and it's like in bold. That's cool. Yeah. So, so I, then all those folders on the side, like if you had multiple folders, they won't show up unless there's something in them. That's right. And Ooh, then it sweet. like it it um it's like a trigger for your eye, you know. Mm-hmm. It looks different, and I had to check it because the the text is made in bold, and it shows up. That is cool. I didn't know that those could be hidden. Mm-hmm. That is really sweet. That yeah. is really sweet. I actually just had some. I had a bunch of people asking me about all these like t- tricks and things you can do in Gmail, and I decided I'm just going to do a big old Gmail tutorial and launch it in January at some point. And, oh, that will be awesome! I think yeah, you- with, like tricks like that that people don't know about on how to find it, and I'm going to make little screen capture videos and yeah. 
I I total this is just a suggestion, um, but the the workshop that I don't know if you know Hillary Rushford, but she has yeah. these little workshops. She has and her and you know and those workshops she just does them a couple times. You know, whenever she wants, really, she just does them or she redoes them. And they work really well for her because they're screen capture. She just does them right on the fly. You could yeah. even get her. They have like a little some app that allows you to show the screen of your iPhone. So you, in theory, you could show people how to do it on your phone if you had if you had that. That's so cool because I think one of the biggest hangups in Gmail that people talk to me about is, OK, so I have all these. You know, I keep unread on the top of my inbox and my computer, and so then I can attack those. But on my phone, they show up, like they get buried. Yeah, they, everything shows up, and there's no, right. you know. So you have to use the Gmail app. Yep. That's it. That's the only thing you can do is use the Gmail app, and then it shows up like your computer. Oh, man, you should do that, totally. Yeah. Because that, that one little thing about the un, un, the hidden folders, yeah. like, that's amazing. <laughs> because I actually, you know, over the years you like make different folders mm-hmm. and I have so many. Right. And then you, uh, somebody emails you, like maybe you get a newsletter from someone. This happens to me all the time. I get on someone's newsletter list and then they randomly email me like, Hey Val, can you help me with this or something? But it goes into my newsletter folder because everything's filtered that way. And they, they use their email on their newsletter it's not like an info ad or hello ad or something. So all of their emails end up in my newsletter folder, which I don't check except for once a week. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's great. See, th- those little tips, I think if if people have those systems, that, that actually, that, that whole email inbox, and I know this is... This is something you've helped people with before is, you know, getting that inbox under control. Um, Would you say that that's like a big, is that, would you say that that's like one of the big problems that you see people having? Yeah, huge. Yeah. And people running their entire day and schedule and life from their inbox. Like Mm -hmm. you can't, that, that is so the least productive way to manage your schedule. Yeah. I kind of agree. And I always, and I know better. I know that that is not a best practice. And some days I find myself doing it too. Well, yeah. And we all do. I mean, there are days where you're like, okay, I'm just going to plug away. I know I have all these things in my inbox waiting for me and you can just sit down and plug away at those emails. And that's cool. And there are days where you feel like, I don't know what what needs to happen next. So I'm just going to dig into my inbox a little bit, but when you have it organized by folder and, you know, client or whatever the situation is, um, at least you can have some kind of system behind it and say, okay, for the next hour, I'm going to make sure I have all of this client's emails tackled. And then the hour after that, I'll assign to this particular folder. So you can at least manage it somewhat on your own while you're working out of your inbox. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I agree. I think, I think also what helps is on various days, having, having like a main focus for those days so that, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, or you know that you're not touching your email usually, unless you're looking for something specific until the afternoon when you're already kind of walking around snacking anyways or something. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The most productive mindful times of day for 
uh, like 95% of the world is between 9 and 11 a.m. And then um, a lot of people have like a 4 to 6 p.m. kind of window too. So um, if you are sitting in your inbox during those times, you're wasting your most productive hours. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. I, I definitely try to do that as much as possible or I, without opening my email, I, if I know that there's specific people that I need to get back to, I will write them down on a post-it, like email this, like if they are specific things and I, then I write them out, but I try not to go into my email searching for things that I have to respond to. That's so smart to like compose the email outside of your email and then just open get it get during out. your email hours. <laughs> get in, get out. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you think of it like, um, make it, I have a little notes tab, especially mm-hmm. I remember when I was pregnant and I had my notes tab on my phone that with all my questions for the doctor, cause I couldn't like call my doctor every single time I had a question unless it was a really big deal. Um, so I would just keep my notes and then ask all my questions at my appointment. So if you think about your inbox like that, like, okay, I need to keep all my you know, everything I need to send right here in this notes tab or in my Evernote or wherever. And then when I'm ready to open my inbox, I'll transfer it all over. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it doesn't always work out like that, but (laughs) I'm doing my best. And, you know, we all have best intentions. And like I told um, the systems finishing school beta peeps, I'm going through the lessons with them and I'm recreating all of, you know, everything that we go through together, I'm going through my systems and saying, is this working for me? Do I need to rebuild it? Do I need to do it differently? Because it's always changing. And as your Mm -hmm. business evolves, the way that you work evolves too. Yeah, definitely. I I totally agree with that. Um, So are there any other systems that, I mean, I I do think email is one to handle for sure way before your launch because if you're you know I even think thinking about your you know what newsletter where where your newsletter comes from that kind of stuff matters because you will get bombarded in your inbox yeah that's huge too so um one having a newsletter like a lot of people are like no I don't send a newsletter Mm-hmm. Um, having one and sending it from a newsletter service. Um, there are tons of business owners who are brand new and it's truly not, it's a matter of like not really not knowing any better, but sending newsletters from like your Gmail and blind copying everyone. That's wow. a no right? Yeah, that's yeah. not a good yeah. idea. <laughs> no, no. So you need an email service. Um, MailChimp, Aweber, one of those. Um, You don't need like a massive program. You don't need, when you're first starting out, you don't need Entreport or Infusionsoft Mm -hmm. or, you know, Simplero or some of these bigger programs that do a lot because you're not going to use all the parts and pieces. Yeah. And, and actually, to be honest, even now, uh, when I work with Jonathan Fields on his launches, he tests is testing at, he's not he's still not completely convinced about infusionsoft he's using a weber mm-hmm. and he's got a really big list and it's because of how he markets and he's not even sure he'll use some of those little tricks and all the stuff that you know that's that's in infusionsoft that you could possibly use it for and to be honest some of those bigger systems don't necessarily have the most intuitive or mm-hmm. basic stuff that you would think that they should, like even just um, 
there was one thing that that I love about Mailchimp, and that is that it that you can publish your broad your feed, your RSS feed. Like so, if you have a if you have a podcast or something like that, mm-hmm. you can actually, in theory, publish that podcast feed out through that. Um, and you can't publish a feed. Oh. I don't think in Entreport or. Unless you use an add-on, a paid right. add-on, and it's already a couple hundred bucks a month. <laughs> right. So why do you want to pay more for something else? Yeah. So anyway, so small is often the best bet for a long time even. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's like starting with that, knowing, and, and you know, thinking about launching too, like what are you going to need in your launch? Are you going to need autoresponders? Do you need emails that Mm -hmm. are going to be set up throughout the program. In that case, you know that you're going to need to either pay for MailChimp or use something like Aweber that has them included. So, you you know, you don't want to play this game of like switching programs all the time. So you kind of want to think about your big picture and and maybe ask some really smart questions of other business owner friends. Um, Yeah. And it's, you know, the one thing I was going to ask is, what do you think? Because I I know, like, when I was just mentioning Jonathan, I mean, he's kind of straddling two systems right now for for some things. And I did notice, I could be wrong, but I think that Laura Roeder sends out her Edgar emails. Those look like they're MailChimp templates. They are, actually, because I get those, too. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, how does, you know, I mean, that's okay, but it is additional work to maintain those two lists. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, You know what? It is a MailChimp template. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, working within two separate lists, I think sometimes it's like you want to keep, like Edgar's such a different program from everything else she's doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's, I know there's a whole like separate Edgar team and all that. And so maybe that's why she keeps it separate. Yeah. Um, Maybe there's, there could be. I think she likes how it looks too. That too. Yeah. You know, it's more fun. It goes along with the, the whole, like Edgar's kind of fun. Yeah goofy and you get high fives on MailChimp. Who doesn't want a high five? It's actually kind of interesting too. If you keep those systems separate, what is the potential in the future that if you want that to be a separate property to do with, you know, mm-hmm. if you take on partners or anything, it's got its own little kind of world universe. Partnerships or, or selling it. Yeah. You, know? you never know. I'm yeah. like, that's an interesting, interesting idea. If you're thinking about creating things. Yeah, well, and it just, you know, it it simplifies it. It allows you to compartmentalize a bit in your brain. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's this new program, newish program called 17 Hacks. Have you heard about that? I haven't. Tell me more. So, so the concept is you wear 17 hats as a business owner, and you are invoicing and sending proposals and project managing and writing down all your tasks and, you know, all of the things that you do in your business. And the idea behind this one tool is that it does all of that for you. It manages your schedule. It does your proposals and your contract signing and um, all of your uh, bookkeeping and um, your task list. It does all these things in one place, hmm. and um, it's still it's still pretty new. I know there's a lot of feedback for them, like kinks they need to work out, and they're doing a great job on the customer service side. Um, I have to check them people, out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people really loving using it, 
And I know like for me, it doesn't make sense because I need things separated. I mm-hmm. like automation to a point where it will do like I use Acuity for my scheduling because it also takes payments at the same time the scheduling is done. And that makes total sense to me. Um, but I don't need to have my project management in the same place as my bookkeeping. I get, I would get distracted by that. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 you know, actually this, you just said something about acuity. So I'm curious, so you've created this, um, systems finishing school and you obviously got, um, clients, maybe ongoing clients. Um, how does, how does that work out as far as percentage of your time? Do you, do you feel like you're spending more time or is your goal to go more towards the education side and supporting bigger like groups instead of one-to-one or? Yeah. Yeah. I realized, so like last time we talked, I was really working a lot Mm one-on-one and I realized that I just want to be able to help more business owners at one time. And so that's what systems finishing school is. I, I still work one-on-one with clients. It's just less. And I'd say my ideal um, split is like 70, 30. So 70% of my time and revenue and all that in, in my bigger group programs. And then 30% in my one-on-one, um, programs and working directly with people in their businesses. Not, I never work with people for more than three months, Mm -hmm. um, because I think that you can just get bogged down in the minutia after three months of working together. But, um, but yeah, so that's that's the new the new shift really for me is like reaching more people, helping more business owners because everybody seems to have the same questions and I just I, I'm like I wanna help you and you and you and yeah. you. I and you're like, like and oh, I yeah. have my baby. I'm sorry. But I have my baby and I just you know, like my hours are less now mm-hmm. and um and this is the best way for me to spend my time and to have the most impact. Yeah, that's, that is great. Um, so do you plan on systems finishing school possibly going to, do you feel like you're just going to launch it once and like every now and then, or do you think you're going to have maybe the homeschool version available all the time? Or do you not know yet? Maybe you'll find out after this next launch. I'll figure that out. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know yet. I have a rough plan in that I would have over the course of a year, a couple of, um, times where we run like the live session, the study hall and Dean's list versions, um, so where you get like live group calls and office hours with me and we do weekly prize drawings and, um, it's a really like fun interactive time because I, I really love that. I mean, otherwise it's just me and my laptop and like the dog and <laughs> that's boring. So I like to interact with people. Yeah. Um, and, and I also know it for a lot of people, they just want to have the content and like go off and do yeah. their thing. Yeah. And so homeschool will probably be ongoing. And then um, we'll run some live sessions throughout the year 
of the other two options. So you sound pretty confident about, you sound pretty confident, just in general, very even. I like that. And I'm, I'm just curious if there was, you know, maybe a time before you, I'm like, how did you not to like take too much more of your time, but I'm just like, how did you make this shift into this? Were you ever nervous or were you ever? I'm totally nervous and I still am. You are just like cool as a cucumber lady. I'm like, gee, uh, she knows what she's doing. I'm like, I'm, I'm all in my head. I'm like, did she have a, who's her business coach? Where did she learn this stuff? What happened? Where did you get all this? <laughs> um, well, I, I did learn a lot about confidence from my coach and friend, Erica Learmark. I knew you were going to say Erica's name. <laughs> hmm. Um, so, Were we yeah. in the Daily Whip or anything like that together? No, I just went through um, Learmark Business Design. Oh, very cool. LBD, yeah. Um, really fun program. And Erica is a master at digging out your confidence from deep inside of you. Um, she, like, she just does it. And so, so I got a lot from, from her. And, uh, you know, really stepped into owning my best work. And truly, I've gained so much confidence in just doing what I'm really good at, which is teaching business owners how to run their businesses. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. I hear your dog. You hear my dog, like, wandering around my office. Like, doing something like maybe, like, like shaking his ears or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like shaking his collar. And He's like, shaking- hey. Digging at the toys that he hasn't paid attention to in weeks. <laughs> now he needs them. Um, so. No, Erica is amazing. I, yeah. I, I had the same feeling about her. Actually, recently I thought, you know, I feel like I need, I need me some Erica kick in the butt. Ooh, I was, yeah. I've been feeling it lately. So yeah, I don't think she's... you can ever stop learning and uh, not, and Erica just, Yeah. So she has this new call-in show. It's on um, Monday mornings at 10 Central Time. Did she already start it? Yeah. Yeah. It's been going for like four weeks now. The Mark? Yeah, Marked. Marked. Yes. I should totally call in. I'm totally calling in because I didn't even know. Honestly, I thought it wasn't starting until January. No, she totally, it's, it's happening. It's call next Monday. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's like, she, there, it's a lot like the daily whip that she just kind of kicks your ass in confidence. Oh my God. I'm going to so do that. I'm, I'm just <laughs> writing it down, making sure I know. Okay. Yeah. Monday. Good. Okay. Yeah. Erica's amazing. And she taught me a lot about, um, just really owning what you do best and not making apologies for it and, um, and how you actually, you know, like see so much happen from doing that. And I have truly, like, I've seen so, so much change in a positive way in my business and in my life by just launching systems, finishing school, having this beta group that's really like exploring it with me. And that really helped too. I will say having a beta for a launch Mm -hmm. is priceless. Yeah, that is that's great. That's like great. La- I, uh, launching a program, putting tons of work into something and then launching it and like crickets, that's so depressing. Yes. So you're like, okay, a beta feels easier. 
And well, right, because I actually built it as I went. So, nice. um, so each week we, you know, I, I'd be furiously putting content together and then sending it out to my little beta group. And it's cool because I, you know, they, I knew what I was making for them. I just didn't actually make it. And, um, until they were with me and, and they gave me a lot of confidence to actually make the, the content that they wanted. Mm, I love that. You know, I just, I actually just recorded an, um, an episode where I'm talking about how the people that, that are in your programs that help you develop them over time, basically, they're the ones who give you proof and that confidence that what you're doing is valuable. So, um, I, I think that that's awesome. I'm super grateful for, for that kind of feedback too, that I get. Yeah. I did really quick little, um, 15 minute phone calls. Mm-hmm. I offered them out to my, to my list and my community and said, Hey, I want to hear from you like exactly what you need. Cause I'm building this program and I want it to be something that you want. Yeah. Um, so I did these little 15 minute phone calls and it was great market research and, um, my little, Gmail program that I was talking about earlier came out of my Simplified Systems Facebook group. I asked, what What do you guys want to learn? And they, a whole bunch of people were like, the basic Gmail stuff that I don't understand and the tips and tricks. And so I, I was like, great, thanks for telling me what to build for you. Yeah. <laughs> you, this, know? you know, if you don't mind, I'm so going to sh- make sure that I, well, obviously you shared it. <laughs> on here, but that is the kind of thing. If that's the kind of thing you're going to be teaching is like little things like that, that who would know that I wouldn't, I've used Gmail for years and I never knew that you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into that. Love it. <laughs> um, let's see. I wanted to see. So Erica, da, da, da. let's see if I have any more questions. I don't think so. I mean, I always, I always like to chat with you Val. So um, <laughs> we'll definitely have to catch up and I want to hear more from you maybe off offline about about your launch and what's what's coming up for that yeah Um, you know I actually what I will say about launching and is that um a lot of people and that was one of the things that came up in the thread was of like hey what do you want to learn and people are saying oh I want a checklist for launching and um and while it's something I can teach because I have done it now I don't feel like that's my jam. And so I send them to you. Oh, so that's, I think there may have maybe people who, who join the list and go to the toolkit are like, so-and-so sent me. So they always tell me. And I definitely, I definitely think I heard a few vowels in there. Um, but yeah, it's interesting how people think they're, they, the thing is the checklist really gets changed the second it it's applied to any specific thing because your launch isn't going to be the same as someone else's. So you can start with this master checklist, but your job then is to like remove anything that doesn't really work. And that's the hardest part about teaching systems too, is that it's so different for every business and what you need. So a lot of what I give in finishing school isn't like PDFs, but I give Google Docs. Right. Then you can make a copy and then you already have like half your work done for you and you just have to make some alterations to it as opposed to like getting a PDF and then having to paste everything into something that you can alter. And so I just do Google Docs because you need to make some changes based on your own business needs, but at least the foundation is there. No, that's so true. I mean, and and you want people to make changes because otherwise if they don't, they're not going to use it. It's just going to be this 
worksheet they filled out and just lives somewhere on their on their computer yeah. or it's sitting in a pile on the side of their desk. Well, and, and, and then there's like, you know, 47 aspire and grows out there. And yeah. I don't want that either. Like my formula isn't going to work for your business. That's right. So, That's yeah, right. You have to, you have to make it your own. That's the Word. fun part of running your own business. Word. Make it your own. Yeah. That is a tweetable. <laughs> That's a mantra. Seriously, it is. Make it your own. Um, all right. Well, Val, thanks so much for, for joining me today. And I will check in with you soon and get some more deets. And maybe we can get back on the phone. Maybe in January we can get back on. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, do something and fun. Dish about what gifts we got over the holidays. Yes, I know. I know. It's so bad that the gifts that I always ask for, they're just they're like, right. I'm so done asking for technology-based <laughs> gifts. I don't need another iPad in the house just because my no. other one's old and my daughter uses it all the time, so it's a little bit sticky. <laughs> you know. haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of my Kindle app and the actual Kindle, like the paperwhite Kindle is on my list. Oh, paperwhite Kindle. That's nice. Yeah. I, see, the thing is, it's like, like usually during the year, if I want things, I just get it. I yeah, just go buy it myself. True. It's hard. Like the other day, I'm like, well, the day designer would have been a perfect one for me to just get as a gift. But I'm like, who knows if they'll still be available. So I had to buy myself this planner. <laughs> Maniac. Well, you know, we'll just have to check in January and see if I get that paper one. Okay, gotta let me know. <laughs> Thanks, Val. Thanks. Holy okay, moly. Talk to you soon. Did you love that or what? Oh my gosh. I get so excited and pumped after my conversations uh, with the entrepreneurs that I bring on the show. And most of the time, it's people I don't normally get a chance to chat with. Uh, so, or not for very long, anyways. So today, I really hope you enjoyed this convo with Val. Check her out, aspireandgrow.com. All the links of some of the things we mentioned are in the show notes, which you can find at ansomewhylove.com forward slash show. And that's where you can actually catch up on all the episodes of the Fearless Launching Show. So I want to thank you for listening today. And two quick reminders before I let you go. One, if you're listening to this on February 18th, today, B-School opened. And as I've mentioned in the last two episodes, one with my uh, interview with Marie, which I'll link down below as well, just in case you missed it. But with that interview and then also the launch timeline episode that we just did last week, it's really important that you get the step-by-step. So I want you to check out school check out the video series i'll make sure all the links are there and it's only open once a year this is kind of the only program that i push like a maniac but i feel driven to do so because i was the launch manager on the first two years i have a personal relationship with the team and with this program and I'm a student of the program too. So hello, I know that it works. I know where its value is. So go check that out. And then one more thing. Let's give it up for our first sponsor, Catherine Just. Head over to CatherineJust.com. 
subscribe to her newsletter. I think she's got an amazing download that's in the sidebar, but also check out Deepening LA. She has two workshops coming up. One is just two weeks away. And if you sign up, if you check her out, let her know that I sent you because I can't recommend Catherine and her work enough. Sure, she's a friend. Sure, I've known her since the very first Fearless Launching, but she knows her stuff when it comes to photography, when it comes to even branding and how you position yourself as an entrepreneur. So check her out and I'll see you next week on the Fearless Launching Show.